Hello everyone and welcome to episode 17 of Darkfire Tavern where heroes meet. The name's JF, better known as Darth Frog, and joining me as always is Prabhu, best known for his dad jokes. Um, I mean, best known for Narakessary. What's up, daddy-o? Hey dude, what's up? All good, yeah. How's things on your side? Ah, things are good here, things are good. Uh, so today... We'll uh, take a look into the impact that the latest update had on PvP. It was one of the major uh, pieces of the update, uh, especially now that we have time to play through and adjust. And we also had a two-day bash. Then we are going to continue with our elemental deep dive as we look at Aang's tribe. I mean, the air element. Then, well... That's a little segment that's a surprise. So PvP, Bash, perhaps. Looking at you to start us off, buddy. Cool. So I've just got the good old patch notes in front of us again. And I just want to cover those off because there's a few things that happen in there, right? So we had separate ELO scores for Race and Castle. We had the matchmaker tweaking, so it reduced the chance of uh, facing players within a wider level of uh, player level. So I think, yeah, we'll discuss that in a minute. And then there was a shorter matchmaking time as well, and we had the improved bots. So I'm going to jump straight in to... to... improved bots. <laughs> the ones that push you with blast up the up the lane? <laughs> yep, everybody needs a helping hand every now and then. Well, interesting, interestingly enough, I actually had them, had them in Castle the other day using Blast quite unfairly. I dropped I was, I was using Yagen and I dropped their skellies near the castle. And um, yeah, they used Blast to push the skellies out and then use Yura to wipe out the skellies. I was like, seriously, I have to do this again? <laughs> that, was, that was where... Yeah, it is funny. Yeah, it. I can see where you're saying it's unfair because it is so hard to place a blast down below the castle to clear out the skeletons. It is aggravating because you constantly lift to try to put it there and it, it just doesn't go. And by the time you do, it's too late anyways. The skeletons have... Uh, I mean, if you're even there, usually they're just behind you doing their thing and you don't even realize your castle's going down. Yep, ninja skeletons for the win. Yeah. So, <clears throat> on that note there, I mean, talking about, I mean, there's actually one of the guys that, so I think it was Ray who started using Yagen again. But besides that, I mean, speaking of one of the changes that they did was the change to the player levels. And that used to be around 10 before. And initially, I think we thought it dropped down to 5. But I think we've had a few players who've had difference of around seven. I had somebody in game and spawns and they said, because uh, I said five and they said, I just played somebody who was uh, seven levels different. So seven. Yeah, hopefully it was seven below, not seven above. It would have been too fun. And then the other one was the shorter matchmaking time. Now, how did you enjoy that for the bash? I didn't find any difference whatsoever. I didn't find the matching to be any faster. I still found, I mean, I didn't time it. I used to time it by how many loops it did um, when you were waiting for a match. But I didn't find it any faster. Did you? So, 
No, so interestingly enough, I didn't. I know some of the other guys did, but what happens is that when you queue up, you can still sometimes see the timer behind for when your keys come in, and it has the seconds timer there. And it normally takes me around 15 seconds for to find a bot. And yeah, that was that was around the same for me now. But I know that a lot of the other guys have mentioned that it has made a bit more of a difference for them. So it might just be because of our levels, etc. Maybe. Maybe if, like, I don't know. See, to me, it was. I thought it was the amount of time before it can't find something and then gives you a bot. And I found that that was no faster than before. Hmm. I mean, which is good for me because I'd prefer to play someone. So if it gives me a little extra time to have somebody queue in and I get it, then that's fine. It was one of the changes that I was not looking forward to. I mean, when it's just bots, you're kind of like, okay, just give me a bot right away. But, you know, I'd rather play other people than uh, than play bots. Yeah, talking about, I mean, talking about playing other people during Bash, I mean, I think one of the most frustrating things for me was the fact that I'm facing clanmates a lot. And hopefully, I mean, in the future, there'll be some change to eliminate that. Because during Bash, it's like, well, if I win... But that, but it's against a clanmate. They're losing, so therefore we still net right. It's yeah, we will go up one on the leaderboard, but we're still losing one there as well. Yeah, losing one, you're just not getting one. I didn't meet a single clanmate, but oh my god, did I meet up with a lot of Diablo two guys? <laughs> Being in spawns, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was. Uh, I was facing all D2, a few players here and there that are not, but I think it's uh, from the top three clans. That's where you have all the the higher leveled guys that play hardcore, right? So that's where you're going to meet all everybody in uh, of the clan. So, you know, with time passes, hopefully that changes as more players get into those higher levels, those higher player levels. Hopefully we see a change at that point. Yeah, I think that I think that that'll be a lot more fun, right? You actually get to play a lot more players that you don't play this. You don't you don't play the same people all the time. Then so hurry up, Russian bears, level up. Yep, Groot as well. You need to become big again. And and there was one more thing that I wanted to mention. What do you think about extending the PvP reward ladder? So hear me out. What I'm thinking is. We currently go up to 4k what if we keep 4k for intermediate you go up to 5k for advanced and 6k for expert so therefore one is that it's rewarding players for sticking with the game you're giving them more rewards etc um, it also avoids or it helps to alleviate the stalling issue because there's a reward for leveling up as well and um, and if you look at it the higher your account level, the more likely you are to be playing PvP and doing a lot of these things more consistently as well. So it's just, there's just a lot more incentives for something like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like that. There is also the option of reworking all of that and going to some other games to change the way that it is depending on... There's a lot of them. It's like you move up into different tiers and whatever tier you're at, that's where your um, like your your loot at the end of the season comes in. 
I know we get a ton of loot from uh, the track and it's a lot of fun. So I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't want that change. So what you're suggesting suggesting is a very good way to say move up the the rewards you're going to lose from main events are not going to be worth staying down because you're losing a lot more from the PVP track by not leveling up. But does that push people to level up too fast? Well, but but that's the thing, right? It's how it's however people decide to play their account. The incentive is there to level up, but at the same time, it's if you are free to play, that's where you're going to get a lot of bang for your buck, right? For those few extra minutes that you can put in every day, you say, well, okay, I can put in an extra five minutes every day. That's five more matches that'll help me to push up over there. And that's cool. It gives you those, gives, it gives you those extra rewards, those extra rewards, right? And I think it's a, it's a small change, but it can have a big impact on the game. Yeah. So is that there? You going to bring it up to the council? I think I shall. There you go. You've got power, man. You got to use it. I'm not going to sing. I've got the power. No. <laughs> so is that all we got? How did you? Uh, how did you enjoy Bash at all? If you did, I actually so Bash was quite interesting. It was my youngest one's birthday this weekend. Say so turned two. So I played on Friday and then Saturday just. I was at the beach, so I was at 100 keys for most of the day, and I got a few more in the evening. I think on the Friday, I pushed to around 100 wins. I had somebody from Russian Bears and another person from Street Fighters in my group, so they were second and third. Um, Expectedly, Russian Bears overtook me on the second day. Uh, So they finished off on 123. I put in another 10 or so wins. I finished off like 115 or 116 or so. And Street Fighters ended up around 80-something. So, yeah, so I definitely enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Um, it was, as much as I complained about facing clan about facing clan mates, it was good to face them as well because, it's, I mean, you don't always get the chance to do friendlies, but uh, for events like the Bash, etc., is that's when it is frustrating. I don't mind meeting clan members in normal arena play right it's not just not during events like that yeah i was really disappointed in the fact that i stopped specifically at 169 and blargatron never noticed (laughs) usually he would message me and said something like nice or something but nothing from him at all whatsoever i don't know must have been sleeping that day or something it was it was my biggest disappointment (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, that's good. That's good. We'll move on to um, our second segment. If unless you've got something else to say, nope, I'm good with that. Let's pop over to the Air the, Tribe. The Air Tribe. So, part three of our elemental deep dive is uh, we're moving on to the air element, which is. By far my favorite element, I do believe. So I'm just going to jump in over here because so before we do these deep dives every week, Doug creates a spreadsheet with a list of all the heroes and 
it has a damage types and the abilities, what CC effects, etc. they bring, right? And I've been pretty lazy with them. He's been doing all the hard work on it. So thanks, dude. Making me look good. No <laughs> and, problems. Uh, <laughs> yes, I just want to give a shout out to him for that. Over here. And you can actually see uh, by the extra detail in here that uh, he really does like the airdrop. Yes. I might actually post uh, this one for the, uh, and maybe the, the water one. I didn't do one for the uh, light, but I'll post them in our uh, Tavern Discord for yep, people to I think see. Be good. Okay, so let me start off. So what I love about air is the balance between magic and physical damage. And what's great about their balance is that you have Lorenzo, Hagen, Uwalt that do physical auto and magic power. Now, there's a lot of those heroes around, but then you turn it around. You've got Lynx, you've got Fena, and you've got Neuro who all do magic auto damage so there's a lot of magic comparatively to a lot of the other clans uh the other elements i think fire is probably the one that has the most magic but to have one two three four five that actually have a magic power is pretty huge and lynx is one of the best dps in the game and she does magic damage so i know how much you love lynx but before we go there, have you been speaking to Jen before this? No. Then why did you pronounce it as Fena instead of Fina? Did I say Fena? Yeah. I meant Fina. <laughs> so, now, let's go back to Link. So, Dart has been raving about Lynx since she was released. I remember, I mean, the day that she got released, Dart was like, oh my god, she's amazing. And I was like, mm, okay, cool, I'll grab her. Jen was like, nope, I don't think so. I'm not going to get her. Just to take her and another hero that was much maligned was Asachi. We all initially wrote off Asachi. And yep, I'm guilty of it as well. And Darth was, again, somebody who saw a lot of potential there. So... What was your thought process around those two heroes? When I first saw Lynx, I think it was... First of all, she looked really cool, right? She was one of my first events that I went into from the start. Because she was the, the last event with her and Jargon, the last one before the shutdown. And when I looked at her, it was just some of her uh, abilities as well, like her uh, her skill set. And one of the ones that I really liked was the extra lives and the haste. Now, with the haste, I was a huge fan of Carmen, even though she was common, because she has a, she had a 1.0 attack speed, right? So that's why I loved her, and that's why now I've pushed her to the wayside that they've nerfed her. But Lynx, with haste, if she keeps attacking the same target, She's basically got a 0 0.9 second attack speed. So she is a mainstay on my boss team. For Asashi, it was just taking her for a spin just for fun because I had her 
And then it was just like, she does really well against uh, summons. And then I just started putting some work into her and she was amazing. Yeah, I think that's one of the one of the misconceptions that we all had, right? Was oh, Sashi's one of the first epic heroes that you get, and typically with games like this, kind of like, yeah, they give you a free epic at the start, and it's normally a crappy epic or not so good. And and I think we all kind of fell into that trap, and I think it was also because of the because we didn't have all those changes that they have now in terms of the ability to level up hero so or epic hero so much faster. Now we have increased drops, you have boosts, etc. Right. That no nobody really had epic heroes beyond level 10. Right. Okay, but I'll stop you there for a second. Think about uh, another air hero, Adeline, right? When she crit, it was a big boom, right? Like she was an exciting big number and you were like, oh my God, I can't believe I got this number, this crit from her ability and whatnot. When you look at Asashi, her ability, her numbers are, it's not that much higher than her auto attack. So it's not exciting, especially if you're going up against a big skeleton, say like one of those uh, mammoths and mm-hmm. you slice through and you do, it's like a couple hundred damage each way. Even if she crits, it's like, okay, whatever. It's not exciting. It's not, she's not exciting until you have this huge swarm of enemies that are coming at you and she slices through every single one of them. And then because she has that charge time that can go up to 50% and she's actually got a really quick charge time. It's like, she's almost instantly ready to do it again. So that's when she becomes exciting is when there's uh, summoners and they just keep throwing skeletons or goblins or whatever and you're just constantly just slashing through them that's exciting so she's not good in certain situations but she's excellent in others okay cool now i mean we can't go through uh, what i'm mentioning like right (laughs) so and now you look at him and Personally, I think he's still the mainstay of the tanks. So from the tanks that are available without any special requirements, etc., there's nobody else that still comes close to him. The last skill of his, I mean, we covered this in, the, in, the, in, well, in a few episodes back, right? When we went through the tanks, etc. But he's just such a strong tank. I mean, that last skill of his that increases all of his stuff, all of his stats by... 90 percent just to match yeah that's just to match and and that's a nerf that's a nerf remember when he used to be 150 yeah i mean and i mean just as i mean the last event right so the first part of this one of the witches i used him in um in waves because to me he still felt stronger than metas and i have metas that i think it is around 18 or 19 so, I mean, this is a 25 like versus a 19 epic tank. And I still feel that he's stronger. But he's that's, stronger but because of his weakness. Of... It's the weakness. Yeah, because, oh yeah, because his ability, right? It's 50% less damage from all of the melee guys, right? And that's immense. Especially since he's such a tough tank. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, okay, don't... Uh... And he also taunts. He has... High health as well, right? 
So he has high defense, high health, really low prot, but that can be up by gear. But the fact that his health is so high, that kind of makes up for it as well. Yeah, he's an amazing tank. He's the best tank in the game. And talking about best tanks, you have Fina there as well, right? Who's best healer, or one of the best healers, right? So depending on the situation, I mean, I was actually running the latest campaign, and I had to swap back to Al, <laughs> simply because I kept on missing with uh, Fina, because the team was moving around so much, there's a couple of years, etc., and uh, people moving around, and I just couldn't, uh, I just couldn't aim with Fina well enough but for things like waves or for other situations where you need a multi-heal she's absolutely immense and she has a high amount of prot as well right she has a high amount of prot she has a fast attack speed as well so if you want to you can even build her as kind of like a support slash healer because if you have a spare single or you can actually put that on her and you can actually build out your damaged your damaged dealers as pure dps and put a, put a signal on her, so definitely not losing out on your DPS. That's what I tend to do. She's 100% my uh, my CC in campaigns when I'm running her, where she will uh, the signal will be on her. Yeah, because because she's ranged as well. So when you get those pesky healers or you have a pesky archer on a ledge, because she's ranged, she can reach them and she can stop those heals. She can CC them down and... Imagine if you link her up with uh, Dagmir, right? With the 50% in rage. Then, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing is that air has so many synergies within the team, right? You have no. neuro synergies. See, that's the Dagmir. thing. That's what I found is I, I think that together, they don't overly play well together, like synergy wise. I find that's the thing that they actually don't have because you've got... Um, Adeline is with the uh, ranged heroes. Lorenzo, uh, not Lorenzo, sorry, but uh, Nero, he does well when there's more air heroes and when they're slow. But I mean, he does that himself. Lick is like, no, don't give me any other tanks. And Anch is just if others get uh, protect or the immunity debuff. I think one of the best things about it is that they may not play well that nicely with each other but you definitely want one person from air in your party depending on what you're doing so you'll either have like you'll have fina or you'll have dag or if you're running something with range you take adeline for the extra damage as well right right but i find that in air they don't need the synergy they're just so powerful. So if I, I go down the uh, some of the names, you've got Lorenzo. He's one of the best racers. Lynx, one of the best at boss for magic damage. Adeline, boss or race, even castle, uh, campaign. campaign. You know, she, she does a little bit of everything. She's got the big crit. The one that's not very good in anything is Hagen, but we've started using him in certain levels and he's doing okay. Um, then you've got Asashi. She's got her spots. Fina, one of the best healers. Walt, one of the best uh, castle players. Dagmir, one of the best boss and levels. Nero, a needed for, um, 
for Castle Lick, he's needed for campaigns and for waves. And then you've got Anch, who's a great castle tank. There's outside of Hagen, there's zero weak spots throughout that entire lineup. They are stacked. Yeah, and I mean, we all know that Lorenzo has been a favorite of mine for a long time. I mean, the thing is, is that when you, you look at him and you're thinking, I mean, at first glance, you look at his abilities and you're kind of like, yeah, okay, because it's physical, his attack is, his ability is magical, and it kind of throws you for a bit. But when, you, but when you're looking at the elemental dungeon just on its own, he's immense in there, right? He can wipe those ghosts out on his own. And he's tanky as well, right? So he can take a beating as well. And I think that, I mean, just that, as you said, that whole team, they're so beefy, they're so strong, that when Deeper Dungeons came out, I think for almost all of us, Air was the one that we all completed first. Yeah, and you're leaving some good heroes on the bench. I have yet to take Lorenzo into the Deeper Dungeon. You just said how good he was. For me, the ghosts, they get annihilated by Lynx, right? And even Fina, because Fina, you have, what, a Razor Guard and three Rosettes on her because you've got the Sigil as well. And then all of a sudden, she's ripping them apart too because she's magic damage. That's if you have three Rosettes. Sorry, Jen, I know you've only got one or two. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, that's the thing is that we were, we would typically have Dagmar in that lineup as well, right? So Lynx and Pina will, I mean, they gain so much from that enrage, right? So what is it? So Lynx's attack speed, you said, goes to around 0.9. That will end up being even faster, right? Because of the enrage. And you know, one of the things that I thought was pretty cool when I was doing the little chart is I noticed that out of the 11 heroes which is soon going to be 12 out of the 11 heroes, 10 of them do damage some sort of damage with their power. Only Fina does not as the healer. So even like Anch with his uh, jump and brings him in, does spirit damage actually, which is pretty cool. Lick does damage with his uh, little circle thing. Even Neuro does some magic damage to uh, the people that he grabs into his tornado. Uwalt does with his magic freeze. Do you know what I mean? Like even Dagmir with uh, the vulnerable, she does a little bit of damage as well. Mm-hmm. So even your all your support heroes do a bit of damage as well as your tanks for their power. So you're always constantly attacking and the barrage. What I think their real strength is, is that they can do their jobs solo. Do you know do you know what I mean by that? Like they can be left yeah. out on their own and they can do the job. Mm-hmm. 100%. One more thing that I put on there. What makes them good at doing their job on their own is that there's currently 5 of them that have a low health trigger. Lynx jumps back and heals, same with uh, Fina. Asashi does a uh, a dash. Uh, automatically, Walt does a freeze and Anch. I put Anch on there, but I don't know what he does when he's <laughs> at low health. 
Oh, he dazes everybody. He dazes everybody. Okay. Uh, so, do you know what I mean? Like, there's there's so much that they they do. They they survive. They can do the job on their own. They can be left alone, and they do do the work. And together, they're just so strong that they overpower the enemy. I'm gonna let you go because I've been rambling. So I'll let you go with your team. <laughs> cool. So my team is like. Fina, Dagmir, Akina, Dagmir, Isashi, and Lynx. Now, That's my exact team. Now, the thing is, is that I think, once again, a few episodes back, we're discussing my campaign teams, and I tend to normally go for ranged. And now this time, the only ranged in my team is Fina. And... Oftentimes, what I'll find is I'll end up going to like the last level where they have like two summoner tombs or whatever else, and the team gets split. So yes. what I've started doing is actually keeping my Connard for the end there or keeping Whirlwind with me. So what I'll do is, is that just before I reach that group, I will actually use Lynx's ability and Asashi's on nothing. Simply then, and and Dagmar as well, so they fall behind the group. So that way, light goes up front. I have these three slagging a bit more behind him, almost to where Fina normally is. And then I can use Whirlwind to pull the groups in a bit closer. So that way, there's less chance of them getting split up. Okay, I like that. I like that. So it's a bit of a wasted ability beforehand, but as but as we discussed, right, they're so strong that it doesn't really make much of a difference, but it just enhances their survivability just for that last part. Yeah, I end up losing somebody at some point, but I still make it through on level five. Um, I'll have Dagmir, like you said, you get the split, and I'll have Dagmir go off to one side, and all of a sudden she's by herself. And... So I'll try to start using Lynx's ability across the field to try to help or vice versa. You know, if somebody's kind of by themselves, I'll throw some of the uh, abilities the other way. But I've had one where Lynx ended up, it was Lynx and Dagmir were split. And then the other three were on their own. And all of a sudden I lost Dag and Lynx with her extra lives was able to jump back and save herself. Then I could use Fina to re-heal her. And then when she would fall back again, then she would jump back because she it can trigger three times. So and it was enough to for my team of three to kill the one guy, the one wizard, and then they just came over and helped her finish off. Like it's just she's so strong by herself. Like she's amazing. She's one of my favorite heroes by far. Yeah. Good reason. Now, well, what's yours. their weakness? Wait, do they have a weakness? The answer is no. <laughs> I wasn't coming with some corny joke about likesability, but yeah, never mind. Uh, their weakness is Hagen, I guess. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know why, as a damage dealer, he doesn't do more damage. Like, his damage, his auto attack is so low. If it was up where other damage dealers are, I think he would be good. Yeah, and the thing is, is that he's rare as well, right? So you're kind of thinking, he's rare, and it's so low. I mean, there's something 
missing there in his, yeah. uh, in uh, the lineup for him. He just needs a buff on his auto attack. That's it. And mm-hmm. it wouldn't just make him this, uh, find what the average is and just kind of give him that rough average right now. It's like, it's way too low to make him worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Cause I think and he's a cool, cool hero. Yeah, he's cool. And the fun thing is, is that his ability can crit as well. Yeah. Again, he so, could be really I good. Mean, yeah. So he could be good. A lot of potential there. And, um, I mean, talking about potential, let's hop over to your secret for today. My special secret? Yep. You want to know what my special secret is? Okay. So. What's the secret? As, as community ambassadors, we get some special information that you guys don't. But we can share that special information with you guys. So we were made privy to the War of the Witches Part 2. And because the event starts on Friday, they are allowing us to release the information around the same time that I usually release the podcast. So Wednesday. So we're going to run down a bit of what's going on. Do you have it in front of you, uh, perhaps? Yes, I do. So Friday is the typical level challenge. So they still keep it nice and light. And uh, talking about light, the only restrictions are only light and air heroes are allowed. Oh, no. Only air heroes, you say? (laughs) (laughs) Only light and and air heroes. I know, but they could have said just air heroes, and I would have been, okay, cool, let's go. (laughs) So... To everybody who knows me, I will be using Lorenzo that day. Please be aware. (laughs) And what's up on Saturday? So Saturday, we have the level challenge and the boss battle. So uh, level channel is the Dark Fae invaders. Fight them, fight the Dark Fae warriors without using any Dark or Earth heroes. So that's quite interesting. Is Rom... Due to him being a beast, is he one of the Dark Fae, or does he have any alliances there? Or I don't know. But isn't that kind of like a bit of the same? So now poor Dark and Earth can't play on Friday or Saturday? That's sad. Yeah, they're giving them a break. I think we have, we've had Dark and Earth for the last few events, so they're kind of like, yep, they're all tired out. Give them a break. <laughs> Vacation time for you guys. Summer. <laughs> All right. And then we have the boss battle. Yep. Now, the boss battle, what we don't know is whether it's going to be a single boss or a. Uh, it says you must battle. deal with the bosses without using any heroes that only target a single target with their hero power, which I think is a brilliant spec to add to something like this. So, while I think it's going to be two bosses, I think it's that's too bad. But the no single target, so that means Salva is not playing. Who else isn't playing? Adeline. Uh, Adeline will not be playing. But that leaves quite a bit. You know, like I said, uh, Lynx being one of my favorite boss heroes, she's going to be available. And, you know, some other good yeah, ones. So that's true. Now, Sunday, we have the Wave Attack. So charge on Fair Gate. A dark Fair Gate becomes the center of an epic fight. It kind of reminds me of Stargate 
right? So <laughs> I'd like to see some uh, some changes to the wave, though. Like, give us some some heroes we can't use to try different things would be kind of fun. Yeah, that, that would. Be but fun. there isn't this time. It's the same. And then we have Arena Brawl. So that's going to be the two towers, Castle Conquest, set in a dark type forest again. Oh, doesn't look like there's any restrictions on that, or they haven't said so. But two towers yeah. is pretty cool. And your favorite event, the level challenge, which is a Warlocks, a special challenge for Ramira and Galfrat to show off their prowess. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. So and now. Wait, before. before... Forget, sorry. Okay, okay, go ahead. You go. You go, you go. <laughs> I was just going to say that uh, I'm really enjoying the Friday event because that means Saturday is only two events. So you can worry about the the dungeons for Earth, you know, kind of do those. And then Sunday's the three, but one of them is just the, the duo. So that can be done pretty quickly. Yep. And now this is what I wanted to say was I forgot about the intro text for this. Now... Initially, when we saw the heroes, I kind of thought that, okay, Ramira, like, she's going to be a goody two-shoes, blah, blah, blah. You know, the usual tropes. And we're going to have the guy, he's dressed in all black, he's going to be dark fey and everything else. But the intro text actually goes, The warlock Galfrat, who once fought inside of darkness while under the spell of an ancient tomb, has joined the side of the light. So, he's actually on the well, on the light side, on the good side. So, and that was quite interesting. He is determined to redeem himself, and his powers are what might turn the tide of battle. Come is on, you had to put cool? yeah, yeah, you had to put on your oh, your okay, epic wait, 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 voice. Wait. Okay, well then, why don't you go? From, why don't you do? short story between Galfred and Ramira and their love and that's brought him back from the dark side. You want me to write a story about that? Yeah, if you feel like it. It will be fun. Yeah, I'll, I'll on get right condition, on that. Like has, to be, uh, like has to be the writer or the narrator of the story. Why like? Come on, you know, he's full of his usual bravado, embellishments, etc. Yeah, you have yeah. to have somebody to big it up. There you go. <laughs> Moving on to what can be had at the event shop. Uh, looks like the Monster Hunter Alien will be available again for skin in the shop. Uh, in the shop will again be, and Totalizer will be uh, Gelfrat and Vermeera. While on the leaderboards, there will be two different epics on the leaderboard this time. Uh, Timoni and Herlin. Uh, no, actually going on to that one. I mean, Timoni, we all kind of used. Then we know what he's about. But Herlin, I've actually used to some decent uh, to some decent success in the latest dungeon as well. I was actually quite surprised by her. I never put much faith in her. But yeah, she was actually pretty good. Yeah, well, her auto attack can go up to 100% of uh, applying weakened, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, that's insane, right? So talking about insane, 
one of the favorite spells are back in, and it's not my cornered. Surge. Yep. <gasps> Sprint is here. So you can have two. Okay, so Surge is an epic spell. So if you don't have it, please grab it. It's an awesome, it's an awesome, awesome spell. Um, Sprint. I think we've seen the bots using it already. Yes, but we can't tell how much it is, though. Yeah. Right? Like that's. Hopefully hopefully they're just using a level one, right? And we'll race by them on level 20 or so. No, but what I mean is uh, Sprint, what I really like about that spell being a rare spell is for the tiny bit of buff that they get, which is just speed, right? Rare spell that doubles the movement speed of your heroes. That's a lot faster than just them running. I wonder, is it going to be faster even on a run? Like if they're running towards, you know, they see the enemy and then they start running, right? And then you apply that. Do they start running even faster? And whenever you apply it, when they're walking, do they just walk faster or do they start running? That's going to be interesting to see. But it's a it's a very small effect, I think. I really yeah, hope I, that it's I, a one I mana spell. Yeah, I wonder how big the radius of the ability of the spell would be. But I mean, the other one that it's, will be it's a single there. target. Oh no, don't don't do that to me. <laughs> that would be so <laughs> trolly. Uh, there's also you know, you, that, that would actually be pretty good to stop the split in race. Uh, oh <laughs> my god! Oh right, yes. Well, you could actually do it, right? If you have it, you throw it on your uh, Nienna that's way in the back, and it's like, come on, run. <laughs> oh, is that going to be a so if I put sprint on and they're slowed because slow puts it in half and this doubles it, does that mean that they just then walk through sludge normally? Ooh, that's interesting, right? Because sludge reapplies a slow every second. No, it reapplies it once they're done. So if it's affected. Oh yeah. By the prot, right? So once the so once the prot causes it to wear off, then it reapplies it straight away. Right. So the sprint, and and it doesn't double apply. So I mean, if the sprint is there, and then you're in sludge, you'll just walk through it as you at, at normal speed, but you'll get out of the sludge, and then depending yeah. on how long a sprint lasts, that could actually be something that you could get out of sludge during race. Interesting. Yeah, this is going to be a pretty fun spell to experiment with. Tune in next week for further details. <laughs> But, and, <laughs> and then no, uh, Stevie, you, do that one. <laughs> yep, you go ahead. <laughs> uh, and then there's two epic spells. Now they don't tell you which ones, uh, which, but there's no, an epic, epic gear. Yeah, an epic gear, Obsidian Blade, and then there's a defensive epic gear, Sage Incense. Yep. So meditate, calm. There you go. And they have three different frames available as well and those are in the event shop leaderboards they've been putting it in one special frame in the leaderboards i forget which one is that in the duos right that they've been putting that one like a level 10 10 level one or whatever i think so and then there is a super cool looking mala portrait she is burnt to a crisp it's called the scorched mala 
And you have also uh, Gelfrat and the Good Witch that will have portraits. But I may, for the very first time, go for the the Mala one. I never buy those in the shops. Hopefully it's in the Totalizer. So some of these portraits are kind of like gated. So you have to get a yeah a portrait of a portrait of frame and a portrait in order to get it. And I think they'll do it with this one because it's yeah. so cool. And if you guys really want to see what they look like uh, before the event starts, I would suggest to go and find uh, Stormy's uh, YouTube videos. He'll have access to this, and he'll probably have the images and show everything that's good. So find his YouTube channel. It's going to be in uh, on the Discord server and get to see all the cool stuff that we're talking about. But that's it. Sounds pretty good. Sounds like actually a pretty light event, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think this is kind of like how we would like events to be. So I would, I would actually, yeah, I mean, I would prefer a three-day event where it's spread out like this than the two-day event with three events on each day. Yeah, I would too. And it also means that we get the sneak peek at the stuff on the Tuesday rather than on the Wednesday, the day before it gets released to everybody else. So we can actually use it for the podcast. Yeah, you listening, devs? Three days. Give us access so we can do it on the podcast. This was fun, right? <laughs> everybody enjoyed this? Oh, yeah, definitely. And uh, we'll talk about the actual event on the uh, next, next week. week. <laughs> Um, so all is right. this our last call? Or... Yeah, this is going to be it. Or what? This last call? No, it's too much of a last call. I'm going to put you on the spot. I talk too much this episode. You've got last call, buddy. So for last call today, I'm going to storm the castle. Dot, I challenge you to a deal. Sounds good. Tell me when you're ready. Three, two, one. And for those who don't understand what we're doing, we're actually queuing up to play a cast a game of castle. Right, and we are. Yeah. Cool. All right. Star eyes. <laughs> so my team has Rom, uh, Mingzu, Jargon, Nero, and by. damn, I forgot. I missed. Oh, we're gonna have to do this again. I was trying to tell my team this is no fun. You've curled Jargon already. What's up with that? Oh man. Okay, next time I'm not telling you my team. I was trying to. This is not working out. We're gonna have to do this again. <laughs> yeah, nah, don't worry, don't worry, guys. It's fine. I'm not talking because Dustin all the talking to cover off for the fact that he's losing, and it's game over. And thank you, the Ninja Skellies have done it for our history once again. No, let's do this again. <laughs> start from <laughs> start from scratch. I totally missed that you we were in range. Okay, guys, so we're going to keep this over here. This isn't going to be edited out, but that's once round two, so yeah, we'll do that. All right, all right. Cool. All right we need to I want to edit seconds. this out. Okay. <laughs> I, did you did you press play already? I didn't press play. <laughs> no, I didn't. All right. In three, are you ready? Three, two, yep. one, go. Now you have to tell your team. Okay. My team is Otto, Nero, Jorgen, De, and Giuseppe. 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 Giuseppe, Giuseppe. 
we go again. Darth opens up with a sludge. Uh, tornado, here we go. Group him up. And Neuronado, do your job. Uh, auto jump. Got behind his team. And his Neuro's dead, but I need to try to. Oh, God, he got his skellies off. Ooh, push, push, push. And I got my Neuronator off, pushing him up, dropping my Conan onto his team. And there we go. There's there, ripping his team to shreds. And can I drop my skellies closer to his castle? And they're off. They're attacking his castle. Jump in. And I put my phone away. (laughs) 51 seconds of pure unlawful brutality. Thank you for that, Doc. And with that humiliation, on behalf of Prabhu and myself, have fun storming the castle.